Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters. Well, we've got part 10 today, the final part in our Mindset for Success series. In this series, we've had 10, um, we've talked about 10 different subjects and it's been a series of podcasts as well. So this is the final one. And we're talking about seven points that can help you to develop a mindset for success. And number one was all about belief. Then numbers two, three, four, five, and six were talking all about different ways that you could start your day strong. And we covered silence or meditation, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing or writing a journal. Number seven was about positive thinking and talking. Number eight, courage and confidence, number nine goals. And today we're talking about feeding your mind. Doubt is going to creep into everything you do and into your mind at all times. And even those who are really, really successful in life with a business, a really successful career, you can still have doubt creeping into your mind at times and and it can really floor you. So you need to feed your mind and feed yourself every day to really keep strong and um, reading, and I've given you loads and loads of recommendations for good books during this series, is something you can do every day. And it's really, really key to helping you develop that mindset and uh, keeping yourself strong. If you're not a reader, if you don't really like sitting down and reading a book, there's a great app called Audible. And I download lots of Audible books on this, which um, I think is owned by Amazon. So they're cheap and cheerful. And there's lots of things you can have in the car then, CDs, things like this. And when you're out and about you can just your car can become your university and you can start listening to these also when i'm getting myself ready in the morning i have something on my phone again while i'm in the bathroom while i'm getting dressed and all the rest of it and you can make use of that time while you're um while you're getting yourself ready so it's really really good to to keep listening if i listen rather than read i tend to listen to something twice because you tend to miss things Tony Robbins, he says that the best way to feed your mind is to proactively feed it. And it's a lot easier than you may think, he said. Tell yourself that this year there isn't going to be a single day when you don't do something that positively feeds your mind, even if it's as tiny as reading for 10 minutes a day, even if it's meditating for 10 minutes in the morning. If you think that's too much, then just listen to a podcast on your commute or a good book, audible book, as we've already talked about. That doesn't really take any extra time out of your day, absolute, um, absolutely none at all. And the more that you make this a habit, the more ingrained it will become in the way you go through your day. Negative news on the television will really or should be signaling you to change the channel. Because sometimes, you know, you can see negative things on TV, but there's nothing you can do about it. And if there's something you really need to know about, you will find out. Um... Yeah, pedantic arguments on social media. How many people get drawn into those? And I I don't think that's really worth it. Um, So if you see something like that, then just turn it off and listen to something and some inspiring YouTube clip. Um, The stress of a morning commute could become your favorite part of the day if you start listening to empowering and enlightening podcasts or videos with, with some earphones in. And eventually these small changes will add up in one very big way, you will become more in control of your thoughts. You will become more in command of your environment and you'll be more um, conscious of the ways that you can elevate your life and find new opportunities for improvement. I found a great blog post this week, a mind body green blog post, and it gives you eight ways that you can feed your brain. And it said there, how often do you stop and think about your brain? Do you ever stop in awe at how incredible that smart 
piece of muscle is, or at least check in and give it a little spring clean and a refurb from time to time. Well, if you're like most people, the answer is going to be no, you don't. You don't think about it and you don't do anything to help it. And research has shown that the capacity of the average person's brain vastly outweighs what they use it for. And yet it never occurs to it occurs to us to invest a little training into it every now and then. For 400 years, scientists believed that we were stuck with the brain we were born with. But luckily for us, that theory has gone out of the window, along with um, other equally ridiculous theories like the Earth being flat. Neuroplasticity is an amazing new theory that has proven one very incredible fact. Our brains can change. This means if you're not very intelligent in one area, that's absolutely okay. You have the option to literally change that area of your brain through a little training. An easy way to think about it is your brain is a muscle. And if you want to keep muscles strong, you need to exercise them regularly. The exciting thing is you don't have to be a millionaire to increase your brain capacity. All you need to do is invest a little time every now and then. So what can you do? Well, here's eight ways you can feed your brain and increase your intelligence. Number one be curious. Instead of taking everything at face value, get into the habit of questioning everything. It could be products you use every day, services, processes, whatever, but just question things and be curious. Number two, exercise regularly. We know I talk time and time again on this show, it's been proven that it helps to increase brain function and um, enhances neurogenesis. This means every time you exercise, you're creating new brain cells. So get off the couch and get moving. Your brain will thank you for it. Do something new. When you experience something new, you stimulate your brain. So don't get stuck into a rut doing the same old things. Again, you can create new neural pathways, increasing your intelligence, even if it's just taking a new route to work, trying a new recipe or a new form of exercise. Train your muscle. Number four, train, sorry, train your memory. Discipline yourself to memorize phone numbers and other important numbers, passport, credit card, insurance, driving license, etc. Your memory is a muscle that needs training and modern technology makes us very lazy. Think positively. Stress and anxiety kill existing brain neurons and we've talked about um, exercising the brain so much and exercising yourself as well and thinking positively. So we don't need to go too much into that. Number six, eat healthily. Our diets have a huge impact on brain function. Our brains consume over 20% of all the nutrients and oxygen that we consume. So remember to feed your brain with the good stuff. And we're, you know, we're thinking fresh fruits, veggies and amigas here. Seven, read a book, which we've already talked about today in this in this uh, session. But reading not only relieves tension and stress and brain cell, uh, stress is a brain cell killer. It is a form of escapism. And using your imagination is a great way to train your brain and give it a rest. Number eight, get enough sleep. Sleep is like a mini detox for the brain. This is when your body regenerates cells and removes all the toxins that have built up during the day. So get to bed between the hours of nine and midnight to benefit from the most effective hours of sleep. There's a great book by Jeff Olson called The Slight Edge. And I, it came to mind this morning when I read about this this wonderful lady on um, MSN this morning. It's a girl called Nicole, and she has lost 200 pounds in two and a half years. Before that, she almost lost her life. She shared her story with, an, um, I think it's a magazine called Pop Sugar, in the hopes that someone will read this and know it's possible to change their life around. Nicole had had a pretty rough life 
so far. She lost her mother to cancer age 15. She was homeless at the age of 18. She was involved with emotionally and physically abusive relationships. She had trouble with alcohol and she even ended up in the hospital with three broken bones because of an ex. He told her she'd never become anything and that no one would ever want a fat ass like her. She believed him. But after years of trying to love herself again, she met a wonderful husband, her who's now her best friend. But a very stressful job and never dealing with things in the past led her into a deep depression. And she confided to this magazine that in, on Christmas Eve 2014, she wanted to take her own life. She was tired of being tired. But... She got through that Christmas and on January the 4th, 2015, she was watching the £600 Life, an American TV show. And there was a £700 woman on the show who was the same age as Nicole, saying that she just felt like dying. And Nicole said she started crying at that moment. She looked at her amazing husband and said, enough is enough. I have to do this. And it's for me. And she was £430 at the time. And her husband just said, I love you as you are, but I will continue to love and support you through your journey. She didn't have surgery. Instead, she just began to fuel her body with good food, including carbs, fats, proteins and natural sugars. And on the first day she decided to make a change, she jumped on the treadmill in her bedroom and ended up crying because she could only do three minutes. But she didn't give up. Little by little, she started to move more and even dance. She picked up five pound weights and gradually built up to working out five to seven pounds a week. And in just over two and a half years at age 31, Nicole has dropped over 200 pounds naturally. And she's celebrated some huge non-scale victories doing things she could never do before. She's hiking with friends, going to the movies with her husband, walking to the shops and feeling stronger than ever. And Nicole has said that unknowingly, by striving to become a better me, she is in turn inspiring others and she wants everyone to know that you don't need to be any sort of insta-famous type person to start. You don't need to be an experienced and knowledgeable athlete or bodybuilder. You don't even need to own a gym membership, but you need to be prepared to follow through and do it for yourself and your health. In the book, The Slight Edge, it explains that there is a success curve and a failure curve in life. And if you do something regularly daily, however small, you'll be on that success curve. But if you do negative things daily, you're on the negative, the downward spiral. And things may not affect you in one day. If you eat a burger today, you're not going to notice any difference. But if you do that every day for a month, by the end of the month, you will certainly notice a difference. And the same thing applies if you do three, five minutes of exercise today and slowly but surely build that up. You will notice a difference and you will feel better. So I am going to um, leave it at that and just say, read the book, The Slight Edge. Start doing little things every day, step by step by step, and you too can have a mindset for success. Brooklyn's Radio believes your health matters. If you've enjoyed this podcast, why not keep up to date with The Sound of Surrey by listening live at brooklandsradio.co.uk or through our free mobile app.